welcome to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. I'm your host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. And today we're talking all about the plan that we were made to believe was the best or even the only way to achieve success in our lives. In this episode, we'll touch on our own experiences with the plan and how we've achieved success within our own lives by forging our own paths, doing things differently than what our family and even friends thought we should. So if you're ready to break some societal rules and create success on your own terms, listen in. Spoiler alert. Sorry. My brain is always shut off when we do these things so late <laughs> at night. It's like 10 freaking o'clock and uh, do what like you gotta I do. To be in bed. I know. Like six <laughs> coffees later. Here I am. But my brain is like not keeping up with the words. So spoiler alert, I'm still living a lot of my life according to the plan. And even though I followed uh, what my parents had laid out for me, Chelsea, on the other hand, created her own plan, both of which led us to each other and the opportunities we've taken on together. But let's rewind a little first. So for me, the plan was always, first of all, my mom was like super adamant, like do not become 16 and pregnant. Mm -hmm. That was just like... uh, Goal number one, get, get through high school. This is survival moment. I was like, you don't get pregnant. Don't do it. That's my mom. Mom, that's your voice, okay? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was just like, that was step one. Then it was like, go to university, get a degree, graduate, find a job. Basically, once you have your job and you're successful, find a spouse, get married, have kids, retire at 55 and then basically, like, die. No, I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I, it didn't go that far. Basically, university for sure, and then a job um, where you could support yourself financially, right? Yeah. And that's what I started doing. Like, that was, like, where I went. So, I, you know, high school, like, you're going to graduate. I'm applying for scholarships, like, doing all the things that you're supposed to do. I was, like, in, I think, even in the yearbook or... Um, at our ceremony, I was like most likely to become a doctor. Really? Clearly not a doctor. Doctor, right really? Doctor Ness. <laughs> no. So that didn't happen because I went to school, and I actually—it's funny—I I jumped off the, you know, like the the plan or the path that was being made for me at one point because I realized I was like, I will just waste money in university right now. Like I'm. Like, I like it, but I don't like it. And I thought I wanted to be a police officer at one point, too. And I was like, but I need to experience this and see, like, am I just, like, running my mind and, you know, telling myself, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And then I go do it. I'm like, and then I'm fucking miserable. Yeah. So I actually left university. I think it was a year or two years almost and just, like, worked full time. And found that I didn't want to be a police officer, but I did like justice. I did like helping people and then went back to school, um, and busted my ass off to graduate, um, like a year and a half after that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously, um, I guess not obviously because not people don't know this about me, but I, we ended up getting pregnant with my daughter before we got married, got married after we had her and then bought a house at the ripe old age of 27 uh, my first home, mm-hmm. uh, the home we live in now, Tyler's first home as well, actually. Um, and then had another child around the same time and, uh, still haven't really, like I've stayed in jobs and I've had the government jobs and done all that, but never to the point where, um, I've like stayed in a job and like been there for my entire life. Like my stepmom's yeah. been in her job for, I think it's like 
20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I could ever do that. Like, That's such a common thing as like in our parents' generation to be at their jobs for like literally ever. Yeah. So you followed the path essentially like as far as cool, like school and like career and kind of that type of thing. Yes. Went. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I like I did graduate. I did do all that stuff. And it definitely left me with like I have a ton of student debt. Um, so there's regrets there. And I like being educated and I even actually went on to do masters and started that. And then, um, when I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety, um, my doctor gave me a letter to stop taking courses. And then I just never went back because we ended up moving back here. And the program I was taking wasn't like applicable in Manitoba, but it was applicable when we were living in Alberta. So there's just no point at that point. Um, and then I really started to slowly kind of like etch out who I was and um realized I wanted to work for myself I like enjoy doing that sort of thing um and then just started basically by figuring out what I wanted to do with my life and who I wanted to be and things that were interesting to me um another one of the things recently I did is I um I'm starting a full sleeve tattoo Uh um one of the things I did before that was like get my septum pierced I've always been this like inner badass but it was like never on the outside but like um my husband and I always talk about how like I literally am that person where like I could have ended up either way mm-hmm. like been a badass and gone like down a completely different life path but like somehow like it's like my parents knew like you gotta stay on this path and I'm like kind of like veering <laughs> off of it and they're like, whoa, whoa. you know like a kid without training wheels yeah yeah so pros and cons to that I guess but yeah, just, they done good. <laughs> yeah, they did good. You did a good job, mom and dad. Um, but um, so I started getting this tattoo, and like, I got part of it done um, not that long ago. And you know, just like looking in the mirror, I'm just like feeling myself. I'm like, yeah, 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 because it's just totally me, and it's just like who I envisioned me to be. And my dad is, my mom is getting better. She was like pretty conservative. I think we just like wore her down over the years about like <laughs> what. Um, is okay or what she thinks is okay or what's normal or acceptable and she just realized like you know I mean my, both parents love us for who we are but my dad is definitely more conservative Um, so when you're we talking before I got my tattoo about everything going on he's just like clearly you can tell I'm like opposed to this and I was like for actually I don't know how many times I've actually like said something back to my dad but I was just like yeah but like this is what I want to do and mm-hmm. it's my body and like, even if you don't like it, like, that's okay. And it didn't come from a place of, like, like, I hate you or I don't like your decision or, like, go, like, screw yourself. It was just, like, I'm okay if you're not okay with it. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the hardest part of the whole thing was, like, you know, we don't have to see eye to eye on everything. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean, like, we don't love each other, right? Yeah. But it was, for me, coming to that point where it's, like, I was so, I felt like a lot of my life I was, like, tiptoeing around because I was so afraid to, like, not appease other people and to do something that someone would, like, not like of me. Yeah. And I it's come out in many aspects of my life. Um, and I've seen, like, when I was dealing with my depression and anxiety, I was seeing a psychologist and um, basically we broke down kind of like my life. And at one point I was like going, I was working, uh, competing in a bikini competition, working on my masters 
and like et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like doing all these things and I was just so spread thin. And he's like, why do you think you do that? Like, why do you think you do so many things? And it took me a long time to realize like I did it because I was so afraid to fail Mm -hmm. and to not make other people happy that if I was juggling all these things at once and I dropped the ball on one that I had a reason or an excuse for not doing as well as other people wanted me to do, mm-hmm. which so crazy and blew my mind. And I'm an enabler in relationships as well. Um, based on that same uh, principle of like wanting to appease other people. And it comes from this feeling of just being so scared to be unloved. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and that's why I stayed on that plan. Yeah. So it wasn't what I necessarily um, had envisioned for myself or my life or maybe where I would have gone um, for both good and bad reasons. But I did it a lot because of that factor. Like I didn't want to let other people down. And then the whole time I was letting myself down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think about now and just like, like, you know, my eyes are watering because I'm just like, I don't want my daughter or my son to ever feel like they have to do something to make me like proud of them or to feel like the only way they'll be loved is if they do something to like appease me or to make me, you know, um, happy. And that yeah. just like breaks my heart, you mm-hmm. know? Cause I'm just like, I feel like that's what I did. And my parents, um, bless their heart. Like they never would have seen this side, right? Like it's internal, mm-hmm. right? It's like things you feel you don't share. If you probably would have shared them, they would have like understood and maybe came at things from a different angle. And it has nothing to do with them. It just has to do with, like, myself. And it's just, that's why, for sure, 100%, like, that's why I stick to the plant so closely. And now people are seeing this other side of me. And they're like, whoa, like, I, you were never this person before. And it's like, whoa, no. I was this person, like, my entire time, my entire life. And, like, people may have caught glimpses of it here and there. But I'll, for the most part of my life, it was hidden. Because that's how I wanted it to be. And yeah. that's what I thought would be, like, the best for um myself and like the people around me and clearly that wasn't accurate whatsoever wow that's crazy it went real deep there (laughs) yeah well it does go deep like it affects so many aspects of your life when you're conditioned to believe that there's certain things that you need to do or should do by the people that you love especially so yeah like i mean my path is not actually super super different from yours there are certain areas um actually no I didn't follow it. I don't think I followed anything. <laughs> you were told to, though. I was, yeah, like, I was made to believe that I needed to do the same thing. So, like, for myself, so my parents split up when I was 15. So, kind of when I was just getting into that age where, like, I needed to start thinking about all of that stuff. Like, my future and my life and everything. And to be quite honest, I don't ever really remember my dad talking to me much about life in general. Like, I, I don't really remember it too fondly. But I know my mom was always the type of person who, same thing, like, you know, after high school, like, you graduate, you go straight into university. Like, she even frowned upon taking a year off. Like, she wanted me to go straight into university. And she didn't, um, I don't, like, my mom's path, I believe she went to college um, right after high school. And I think she, so she ended up dropping out or having to leave the same year thing because her mom passed away and she eventually went back. I don't even know the full background of what she did, but she's been working in banking for like since I was a baby. So mm, for 20 plus yeah. years. 
Um, so she stayed in that same career path and worked her way up the corporate ladder in that regard. But she always really pushed me to go to university and then to get a career from there and same thing. Um, then, you know, meet a great guy, get married, buy a home, have kids when you're financially stable and all of that stuff. And yeah, I just right out of high school, I knew that wasn't for me. Like I knew out of high school that I eventually was going to do something working for myself. Like I didn't want to be working or shackled by like this corporate ideal. And, um, so after work, I kind of bounced from job to job trying to figure out where, like what industry I wanted to be in. You know, I did some like sales. I was in serving. I was in, um, government. I worked like, uh, um, an account manager job for a logistics firm. Like I did all sorts of kind of different stuff trying to figure out where I wanted to be and where I wanted to stay. And I don't think I stayed at a job for much longer than three years. Mm. Um, because I just didn't feel like what I wanted to do. Like I didn't want to be bound to a title or bound to a certain company or bound to a certain boss or whatever for the rest of my life. And like working until I was able to retire just seemed so like, monotonous yeah and like (laughs) boring and like a waste of my time like (laughs) and it is what made the most sense to my parents like they just or to my mom anyway like I don't know my dad has kind of switched jobs a couple of times he's driving truck right now and stuff like that but um yeah he always believed in like a pension and benefits and all that stuff and I know my mom same thing like have a steady paycheck like put x amount of money away for a rainy day like save this and have that pension, have that, like, security, that type of thing. Mm. And and it just wasn't, like, it made sense to me, but it just didn't seem like the only way to do things. And um, so I know out of high school, like, I kind of, I dabbled in, like I mentioned in earlier episodes, in um, network marketing right away because I wanted to kind of create my own opportunities. And I decided that I wanted to travel a little bit. So at one point when I was 19, I decided I wanted to go to Australia for a while. And I was in the process of doing all of that. And then that's when I found out I was pregnant with Avery, like I mentioned. did you go? No. I had interviewed over Skype with a couple of families to nanny for them or au pair or whatever they call it. And I found out that I was pregnant. And I, I just had met Avery's dad a couple of months prior to that. Like we weren't together. What? If I'm being totally honest, he's not the person I saw myself having, like, a, a life or a future with. Like, I was very infatuated. And, and yeah, I, and, you know, at the time I was in love and all that stuff. But I didn't think, like, this is it. Like, I'm settling my life down here. Right. And, you know, I wanted to go to Australia. And then I found out I was pregnant. And I'm like, okay, you know, obviously I have to stay here. And, and there's this boy now that I like. And I don't want to leave him and all of that stuff. And... So I veered off the path hard there. With the unex- hard right turn. Yeah, with the unexpected <laughs> pregnancy. And, like, even then, I think it was really hard for my parents to get on board or to understand. Like, my mom was not remarried, but with um, a new man at the time, my stepdad. Um, and he's kind of very conventional, too. And, and I know, like, it, it was a hard pill for them to swallow when I got pregnant. Um, and not that it was my decision, but, you know, once I got once I had Avery, I feel like I just, uh, at that point I was like, you know what, like the path is, wasn't for me. Like I'm okay with having been off of it. Um, all of my friends were in university at the time and like 
I was having a kid, like, (laughs) not married, not, like, in university, still didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I was kind of just taking jobs at the time, and, like, it's not that that was the ideal place I wanted to be at that given time, but Mm -hmm. I just knew that something else was out there waiting for me, and, like, it was okay that I veered off this path. Um, But, yeah, I I just, I don't know, I just never felt like I fit in this mold of, like, that's what, these are the things that I want to do and tick off, like... I'm still not married. I've got two kids. I have a house. I have my own business, <laughs> my own businesses and all that stuff. But yeah, like I, I like that. I like, you know, doing things a little bit differently. Like I just, I want to do things when they feel good to me and mm. I want to just kind of honor myself in that way. And I don't think that there's any written rules. Like there shouldn't be any written rules and there's no like one size fits all thing to do if you want to create success or if you want to create happiness in your life. Like I just, yeah, my path was just, or my path that was paved for me, I suppose, was just not what I saw for myself at the end of the day. So. And I think it's important to note that if you're the type of person who does want to follow that conventional path, like it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Clearly we're not those people. (laughs) (laughs) No, but if you are like, and Hey, if you're doing all these things that you're following the roadmap that was laid out for you and you feel great about it and it's, you know, you've got a rock in life and you're doing it because it makes you really happy. Like that is amazing. That is great for you. Keep doing you, but not everybody is like that. And that's totally okay too. If you are just like a misfit like me and Brittany, you want (laughs) to, I mean, I'm like, I feel like the ultimate misfit. I'm like trying to think of something that I did do quote unquote, right. (laughs) Like, I don't know. <laughs> my life, like, seemed right, but I mean, remember even... So my mom, like, saved our agendas from school, and I remember, like, grade one or grade two, I had, like, 50 pink slips, and those are like, the things you got when you got in trouble. Oh. Just, like, the worst kid, like, suspended. Like, my dad picked me up, like, um, had to, like, spend the day. Like, he'd take days off work because I wasn't allowed back at the school. Just, like... <laughs> yeah. So, like, it wasn't good. Like, they saw that at me, for sure. That's probably why they tried to ingrain They're like, the oh, man, so this hard. girl's like, a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like, I don't know. I think it's so wild that there's just, like, this... I know in certain different, like, cultures and, like, all that stuff, everybody's path is going to look a little bit different. But, like, from where we're... From where we are, Canada, or, like, even if you're from the States, I feel like that everybody kind of has this, like, similar path. Like, that white picket fence story that, like, the education and the career and all of that stuff, it's very similar. Yeah. Um, And now, like... And it's been that way for so long. That's kind of been the path for so long and so many generations. And I feel like in the world that we live in nowadays, it's just evolved so much. And having a, like a college or university education, even though I'm saying, not saying that it's not a good thing to have, um, but it's not the only thing that can bring you success financially and, um, create wealth in your life. Um, and same thing, like, who says you have to be married before you have babies or who says you have to have a house before you get married or who says you have to do any of that? Who says you have to get married or have kids at all? Yeah. Um, who so, makes this order? Yeah. <laughs> who wrote these rules? Like we need to have a chat. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you they're not in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple. No, no, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so interesting that like, even when I think about, like, myself as a parent and, like, looking at what my kids, like, what I want for my kids, like, we have, like, education funds because we want them to go to university. But at the same time, I think what's nice is Tyler and I have come from that mm-hmm. um, perspective. Like, he did go to college after, um, but that was his choice. Like, he wasn't pressured. And, like, that's him creating his own path, right? Um, so with the money, we had, it set, we had it set up so that if the kids don't want to go to university or they go to college or, like, they um maybe want to invest it like depending on what it is like 
we're open to that. Like, mm-hmm. we're open to them using that money how they see fit. And then if they don't need it or don't want it or whatever the case may be, like, we have the opportunity to take it back ourselves as well. So, mm-hmm. not saying I want to take money from a kid, but, like, it, it's just, like, an additional saving. So, just using it for what we think um, would be best for them now, which is, like, saving for, like, this tuition. Because, mm-hmm. damn, that shit's expensive. And... So they don't have debts or student debts like Tyler and I do. But also that if they don't want to use it for that purpose, um, that it can be used for something else. But I also yeah. think I want them to come to me with like a plan. Like I don't want, I can only imagine like if I came to my parents and was like, yeah, uh, not doing this. Can I have like 50 G's? Cause I'm going to just like invest in some sort of fund here. And they're like, yeah. nah, 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 nah bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. <laughs> That's so funny. Jinx, you um, need a Pepsi. Yeah. But, well, yeah, we have the same thing. Like, so I have a, an account for the kids and same thing. We just, like, um, throw money in there for birthdays and Christmas and all that stuff and put some away, um, like, savings-wise. And great. If they want to use it for school, that's amazing. If they're not going to go to school and they want to use it for, like, let's say the deposit on, their, like, their first house or whatever, yeah. their wedding. Like, if they're using it for something that is bringing, like, that they is it going to bring benefit and joy to their life? Like, then, great. Like, I'm not going to give it to you to go and blow at, like, you know, I don't know. Sure, if they want to go to Europe, maybe they can u- use it to go to Europe. But, yeah, like... You- it's got to benefit them. Like, Absolutely. Like you said, like, keyword. It's got to benefit your life. So, we're not saying, like, go off, you know, forge your own path and, like, have it be detrimental to what you are doing with your life. Like, no, it, it needs to benefit you. But we also want to make sure, like... You're doing something you're passionate about. You're doing something that brings you joy, that brings mm-hmm. you happiness, that, um, you know, and it doesn't even have to be like, if you want to keep your nine to five job and you, you know, you like what you do, or maybe you don't like what you do, but you use it as a stepping stone. You use that job as a way to create income, to put into that thing you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's art, to buy the art supplies, to buy the paint, to buy the paintbrushes, the canvas, whatever, you know, to, to do that. So Yes, you might be, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm totally in this conventional path. Like, this isn't what I wanted. Abort mission right now. Like, slow down. Yeah, we're not telling you to jump shit. (laughs) Don't just quit. Although I have felt that way, like, every day. I'm like, yeah, just in a... I'm just quitting. Like, quit my life. (laughs) Quit my life. Um, No, but we're not saying to do that. Like, think about where you are and how you can use where you're at now to like propel yourself to where you want to be so just start being intentional about what you're doing with your money what you're doing with your time that's a big one the time thing is just so key like I find a lot of times you know you get caught up like scrolling Instagram or watching TV or doing things that you don't want to do and then you've just burnt yourself out doing all that stuff that you have no time for what you're truly passionate about yeah so just being more intentional with that right yeah and if you don't even know like if you don't know what you want to do if you're kind of sitting here right now and you've like got big question marks in your eyes because you're like okay like i don't know what my path is <laughs> i have no but, like, idea what you're saying yeah. yeah like we have some great tips for you too in regards to how to figure that out you guys like ask yourself what excites you and like ask yourself what you're good at and what you're wanting to or even willing to learn like where do you see yourself yes in your life like where can you see yourself 
can see yourself going and see your life leading. Um, you don't have to have a roadmap to exactly that final destination right now, but if you can start just putting one pe- like stepping stone in front of the other, um, then you'll eventually get there. And just asking yourself those important questions and being intentional mm-hmm. um, about that. And write it down. Even like do like a like a little brainstorming page or like you know like a. Uh, what was the thing you told me about? A vision board? Vision board, yeah. <laughs> I've never done one, obviously. But, yeah, just like that, you know, we, like, take yourself back to, like, those grade five days where you're, like, collaging and cutting out pictures of magazines. Yeah. That's probably a vision, vision board, board, like, right? Like, I mean, now you can do it digitally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm about the paper, so yeah. I'd probably be like, I'm just buying these, like, 12 People magazines. Don't worry about it. Like, I asked, <laughs> actually, on Facebook yesterday if people could just donate me their magazines so I can vision board. Ooh, yeah. But, idea. yeah, I was exactly like that, though. Like, it wasn't... I'm 27. I'm going to be 27 this year. And so last year, when I... Or, wait. Yeah, last September was when I, like, really stepped back and I was like, okay, like, I need to go back to the drawing board. Like, what do I like? Like, what would I be doing right now if there was nobody else here telling me what I should be doing? Mm. Like, what would I be doing with my free time? What do I like doing? What brings me joy? What am I good at? Like, stripping back all of these layers because I was, like, I was lost. I was like, I don't know what the heck I want to be doing. And I feel like I'm just, like, bouncing around here aimlessly, like, pinball machine, having no (laughs) idea where I'm going to land up. And I had to ask myself those hard questions. At 26 years old with two kids and a house, like, how scary was that? I was like, who the fuck am I? What do I want to be doing with my life right now? But if you can just, if you can take the time to dig deep inward and ask yourself those those important questions of, like, what do you actually enjoy? Mm-hmm. Where do you have skills? Like, how can you use these in your life? Like, or build skills. Or build, yeah, or build skills. What are you willing to build? Like, what do you know you could build? It's 2019, almost 2020. Like, the internet is full of opportunity and knowledge. Like, head to Google. You can pretty much build your life from there. Yeah, just Google the shit out of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but there, no, there is so many options. Hire a mentor. Like, you can Google local resources. Um, you know, like, if you're interested in starting your own business, like, there's local woman entrepreneur things. I mean, if you're wanting to learn how to plan a family or conceive a child, like there's all these resources you can access for that sort of thing. Um, and also you can align yourself with someone who may be a few steps ahead of where you're wanting to go. Right. So, um, I know Chelsea and I talked about this quite a bit, but, uh, the power of association, mm-hmm. so, right? The five people you spend the most time with are going to be um, kind of like how you end up, right? You're going to be the product of those five people. So you need to make sure that group, um, you know, that you create that group with intention, that you're um, picking out those people that you want to be. So, you know, if you want to be successful, then you're going to find friends who are successful. You're going to find people who are passionate about something similar that you're passionate about. Just look at Chelsea and I. We're here doing this thing because we both connected on that level. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really important to have. I'm not saying, like, ditch your friends that you have now. But. Wait, I what? mean, may, <laughs> maybe. Um, but, like, have a look at who you're spending your time with. And are, are do they have lives that you want to emulate? Like, 
do they are they living the lives that you wish that you could have? If no, maybe it's time to reevaluate who you're spending all of your time with. And um, like Brittany was saying, there's so many amazing tools and resources out there that you can tap into if you're not sure where to even get started. And like I mentioned earlier, if you don't even know what it is you want to do, take that time to peel back those layers and ask yourself those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe if you do know what you want to do and it is not exactly what your parents or society or whoever has made you feel like is the way, um, having those tough but caring conversations with those people about what it is that you have on your heart is really, really powerful. I know for myself, when I wanted to start my coaching business after I had this like midlife crisis last year, um, I shared it with my partner and he did not get it. He was so conventional. His parent, parents, same thing. Always, um, you know, instilled in him that belief of like, go to college, get a great job that has a pension, all that stuff, work until you retire. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to do something completely risky and different and he just didn't get it. But having those conversations and it was okay that he didn't understand, but me telling him like, this is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. Right. It's going to, you know, this excites me. This lights me up. I want to try something different for myself. I want to prove to myself that I can accomplish this. Having those conversations is really important. And all you can do is invite them to support you and hope that they do. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're, if you're only doing something to please other people, you're robbing yourself of a fulfilled life. So make sure that you're doing things for yourself as well. Um, well, that's important. That shows through, um, like into other aspects of your life. So if you're miserable um, because you're not doing like what sets your soul on fire, it's going to seep out into like your relationship, your with your partner, with your kids, with your mm-hmm. like where you work, right? You're going to just emulate that with everything else. So if you can truly find that joy and that spark inside of you, you'll see it affect and touch so many of your other relationships mm-hmm. in a positive way. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's so important to remember. Yeah, and you don't want to spend your life resenting anybody either for, you know, like following the path that they set out for you and not having those conversations and letting yourself express yourself and explore these other options for you. Um, So, yeah, I think it's important to to touch base and to talk to people about that. So, um, yeah, I guess what we could do, maybe just cap up um, the tips and advice that we want to make sure that you guys leave today's episode with. Um, So, we'll just do a little recap quickly maybe. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, if you feel like you want to veer off the path and may- maybe forge your own, um, you're not exactly sure where to start, you guys. We are recommending that what you do is you figure out and write down what you're passionate about, yep. what you're good at, Step um, one. Yep, what you're wanting and willing to learn, and ask yourself where you actually want to see yourself in your life, where you want your life to lead. Um, like we were saying before, there's so many options out there on the Google toolbar, um, hiring a mentor, finding local resources, aligning yourself with someone that's a few steps ahead of you. Reach out um, to your girl, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> she does coaching. So, Hey, Hey, follow her on Facebook. What's the page? Chelsea Ann. Oh, sorry. Women on a mission on Facebook. There's quite a yes. few of us, but you can find me Chelsea Ann Reed. Um, we'll be tagged here in our profile as well. So you can many, so many good workshops guys. So if you're interested and you don't know where you want to go. She's running right now. It's called like Unfiltered. It's going to be, um, it's up and running or going to be up and running uh, when you're listening to this already. But just follow her and she'll have so many more to come with like great content about how to just live that life 
Um, and I think the one you're doing running right away is unfiltered. So unfiltered fempreneur. Yeah. We're talking a little bit about, um, stepping back and finding your voice, finding your people and just creating a business out of something that you truly love. So if you want to hear a little bit more about unconventional success, you can hear about it there. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And what else we want to leave you with here? Oh yeah. Have those conversations with those people close to you. So make sure that if they don't understand um, what you want to do, that it's okay, but you have that conversation so they can at least have the opportunity to support you and come around to where you're going and to be there for you. Um, And if they don't, like I said, it's okay, but just give them the opportunity to do that. Um, But also don't let them hold you back from living the life you want to live. And ultimately, just remember that the way that society or anybody else makes you feel like is the best way or the only way is not the only way. And you can absolutely achieve success Mm. in any path, on any path that you decide to take um, if you are intentional about it and you're determined to do so. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, but it's definitely worth it. And I think both of us can speak to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's it for today. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes. We love hearing from you. So let us know what you thought of this episode. And if there's any topic that you want to hear about or questions you want answered, send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes. Remember to tell your friends about the show. And don't forget, girls got goals.